0: Hey everybody this is dave hodges host of the common sense show and we are the show that is freeing america one in slave mind at a time we're really happy to be with you we have a terrific guest michael adams and he is back for a return visit, because of all the stuff going on, uh, you know, there's just too much to cover. Uh, let's just put it this way, and we're going to get into Epstein and related factors. But before we do, I need to let you know there are a couple people who make this show possible. The first one is our storable food company that we lovingly refer to as preparewithdave.com. You need food, water, guns, gold, ammo, medicine, and tools. We can help you with the food 50% off. And you say, oh, Dave, I can't get to that six month level that FEMA and DHS say, that's okay, we'll get you there in two week increments 50% off, restaurant quality. Don't let this pass you by. Go to preparewithdave.com. We're also brought to you by Noble Gold's IRA. And I'll tell you, with the oncoming train wreck with the economy, the debt, everything that's going to be done to bring the Trump administration down by wrecking the economy, you need to be able to step out of the way and diversify. Noble Gold gives you that opportunity. Give them a call for a no-pressure interview at 877-646-5347. That's 877-646. Six five three four seven. tell them dave hodge I sent you well mike adams from news target natural news is here to join us and uh, i mention those websites lovingly because who knows how long they'll be around as well as yours truly i was recently named to google's blacklisted news sites And this was sent to me by Lisa Haven today, and it came via Project Veritas. So I'm honored. Thanks for the award, Google. Mike, I don't have the complete list, so my friend, I don't know if you're on it, but I can't believe you're not on it.
1: Yeah, we we share that honor, I guess. Uh, We're both on that list, uh, as well as essentially every conservative website, but also any website that counters the uh, the left-wing media narrative such as newsbusters.org is also on on that list as well and this is this is a bombshell you know the gateway pundit is on it as well the, the google has been busted they had to manually break their search engines to ban you and i and alex jones and others like us and the truth has come out and I'm expecting, Dave, I'm expecting criminal prosecutions against Google, uh, not just regulatory action by the FCC and the FTC, but at some point criminal prosecutions.
0: Are you really that hopeful, Mike? I, I, I almost feel like we're being placated and this administration is going to do nothing. G- give me something that will give me hope.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, gosh. Uh, I, you know, maybe maybe it is false hope, but I, I, I think that... The reason that the establishment is trying to destroy Trump and all of Trump supporters is because Trump has not turned. Trump has not betrayed the people, and you know you may hear him talk about red flag laws and things like that, but he he often placates the left with talk, but then refuses to sign anything or stops something halfway, uh, you know, before it gets done, uh, something that the left wants. So I I think Trump is still working very hard to fight the swamp and expose the deep state and i think william barr is on his side and durham as well and i think that we will see criminal prosecutions of deep state operatives james comey probably being at the top of that list but once you get into the deep state it's not just those first line people john brennan and and so on it's it it includes google and it includes cnn it's all one big criminal cartel it's a massive criminal conspiracy to take down the United States of America. So you, you start following those leads, and it takes you to places that, uh, you know, all, all across the, the, the nation and different layers of establishments. So if they, if they don't follow these leads, if they don't engage in criminal prosecutions, then conservatives will lose faith in any system of law and order. Then America is finished. So I guess, I guess the answer to you, Dave, is I don't know for sure that these criminal prosecutions are coming. I think they have to. And I think William Barr knows they have to in order to save the entire fabric of our republic. Otherwise, we, everything is lost and nobody follows any laws ever again, because what's the point? There is no law.
0: I, I hear you. And you said that very well, Mike. Um, l- let me just share with you a concern I have about BAR. Uh, I have a background in mental health therapy. I worked in the field for three years. Uh, I, te- I taught it for years at the university level academically. And I understand about suicide watch i understand the legalities i understand the insurance protocols i know them inside and out i used to work with inmates If I were called to testify, I would be considered to be an expert witness. And everything we're seeing here regarding the suicide watch of Epstein violated every law, every protocol on the books. And then what does Barr do? And this is my concern, Mike, and maybe I'm jumping ahead and I want you to correct me. I want you to bring me back and make me feel good about Barr. But Barr, what does he do? He suspends the guards and transfers the warden. And I'm thinking that's like sending a kid to bed without their supper.
1: Yeah. Well, this is that's not the extent of his actions for sure. He's doing, you know, everybody in America suffers from the do something disease. It's like do something now. So he has to take some immediate action, even though it's inconsequential at this point, just to show that he's paying attention. But behind the scenes, I think there's a much deeper investigation underway. And I think that's also true with the the deep state investigations. You know, I I think, look, William Barr has a long history of being part of the establishment. You know, he was part of the Bush administration um, and pushed the Patriot Act. Uh, William Barr is not a Ron Paul, right? Not by a long shot. He's not a libertarian, and I don't think he believes in individual liberty. What he does believe in is the power of the state. And I think he realizes that the power of the state will be... Lost if the people lose faith in the entire system of justice. So I think William Barr is trying to exercise justice to save the state. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, it makes perfect sense. You're saying he's a statist and acting in his own best interest. That's and right. it just so happens that his interests coincide with you and I wanting to have the rule of law preserved.
1: Well, there you go. You said it better than I did. Yeah, you nailed it.
0: Okay. I, I'm perfect. hoping that's true. I don't know that we can know that for sure. I think your position is very logical. Uh, But like I said, I have increasing skepticism towards both Barr and Trump. And I haven't jumped ship. I'm just saying I'm not as confident as I was six months ago in this president.
1: Well, I, you know, okay, my my take on this is that America as we know it ceases to exist no later than the year 2025 anyway. All all we're doing right now is riding the collapse and hoping that we escape the collapse with our lives intact. Uh, Things are collapsing. You know, there's a massive economic collapse coming, a debt collapse. The, the collapse of law and order is almost complete and William Barr is trying to save the last little shreds of law and order I think but th- this whole thing is done by 2025 because no matter who wins in 2020 mm-hmm. the other side cannot accept the, the, the president of their enemy you know uh, Democrats will not accept another Trump victory and conservatives will not accept a Democrat as president because of course if a Democrat wins, it will only be through Google stealing the election and ballot harvesting and illegals voting and Electoral College, you know, manipulations and all these things. So whoever wins, the other side will not accept it. I don't think that we can coexist as a nation any longer. I, I, in fact, I think, I think Trump is the last president of the United States as, as it's structured today.
0: That's, uh, that takes the breath out of my lungs there. Hear you say that. I have the same fear as you do, but to hear you verbalize it set me back on my keister. I, I, I you know, let me, let me share something with you, Mike, and, and, and I'm sorry to spring this on you, and you may not know about this at all, and I just learned about it. Um, Paul Martin and I have a good friend, and I'm gonna keep his name out of this story just for the time being. It's gonna come out probably in the next two days, but he met with a high-level advisor to the president, and let me just ask you the first question: Are you aware that the Islamic Organization Care has infiltrated Blue City police departments?
1: No, no, okay. I'm, I'm not. I, I know that they've, they've pressured a lot of groups to stop profiling Muslims over the years, but I didn't know it went as far as taking over police departments. Yeah.
0: This, this is a story that's emerging. I just wondered if this had crossed your desk. I think this is going to be pretty common knowledge within a week. Uh, and, wow. and, and probably less. And... Um, some people have been charged with dispensing it. I'm kind of sitting on the fence with this. The reason I bring it up to you is it simply fits into the lack of rule of law. Let me tell you the second part of the story. Trump has sent key members of FEMA and DHS that he trusts to Israel for anti-terrorism training in response to this event.
1: Uh-huh. That's interesting, yeah. Yeah. Not surprising.
0: And let me tell you, I've got one confirmation on this. I have a FEMA source who has told me that there is specialized training that's going to be happening in Israel, but of an unspecified nature, didn't know what it was about. So Uh I've got a small bit of confirmation on this. But I bring this up because whether this is true or not true, and Paul Martin and I are chasing a rumor, although the source is impeccable, and I know the person personally, but let's just say this is false. False. It's important to bring up stuff like this because we are a lawless country now, absolutely, positively. The fact that this Epstein thing could be taking the direction it's taking speaks to the lawlessness of what's going on.
1: I completely agree. I think it's shocked the psyche of the nation to see this. I think it has woken up a lot of people to the fact that conspiracies are real and that the deep state is very powerful and that you're not even safe in federal custody as a prisoner. Now, of course, there are multiple explanations for what actually happened. I've covered a couple of different theories, and I know you have too. You know, including the theory that Epstein is still alive. And uh, you know, I know you, maybe you want to talk about that. But the thing is, whether he's dead or alive, uh, we absolutely cannot trust the system of justice and the FBI. Uh, they've become an agency that does nothing but cover up the crimes of the Clintons and when we saw the fbi now raiding the island the orgy island of jeffrey epstein you know quote raiding all they were doing there was confiscating all the evidence so they can destroy it they're, they're not investigating this they're covering it up and and the, the fact that i'm telling you this is fact that i'm just stating this demonstrates the collapse of any kind of faith in the FBI or any institution of justice and that's what I think William Barr is trying to save. The last shred of faith in the Department of Justice. <laughs> Even though, you know, the the DOJ was treasonous and, and corrupt under Jeff Sessions. And of course Eric Holder and so on. But you know all that.
0: You won't be upset with me if I spring another surprise on you will you okay not at all because i don't do this to my guests but you and i have worked together long enough that i think you trust me and i'm certainly not trying to uh put put you in a bad light at all but i just wondered if you happen to know who michael baden was or is baden yes
1: no, doesn't ring a bell.
0: What I'm about to tell you supports everything you just said, Mike.
1: Oh, okay. I,
0: on the Common Sense Show, I wrote an article, and I called it, in quotes, magic bullet, in quotes, magic bullet, Michael Baden, to lead Epstein autopsy, what could go wrong? And uh-huh. in the article, I went in, and I talked about maybe 10% of the faux pas with the Kennedy assassination that this man rubber stamped and now he's in charge of the epstein autopsy
1: Aha. Uh-huh. not a surprise not a surprise
0: no i've had emails from all over the country since i have run this story and it came out late today i was busy traveling last night got in published early this afternoon and i probably have 20 25 emails already from people who are outraged at this appointment Outraged.
1: Wow. Well, you know, there are, there, there are a couple of theories of, of what could be happening here, you know. Uh, one theory is the Trump administration realized that Epstein would be targeted by the Clinton deep state and then some people within the DOJ went to great lengths to get Epstein out of there to secure his testimony and then to fake his death and even involve the right people who would contribute to the faking explanation right so yes there's, I mean there it's it's so hard for us to know how many layers of you know uh, opera operatives are, are working here but you know anything is possible at this point because again we can't trust really anybody in power and and that's you know until unless I see Jeffrey Epstein either truly dead or truly alive i'm I'm not going to be hundred percent sure
0: yeah the <laughs> if you were going to fake a suicide just for the sake of argument now, what better person to bring in than Michael Baden I mean I just yeah. It just all clicked for me. And, and honestly, I was prepared to write something uh, today on part two of this series in Hong Kong that I'm writing about. And the communist Chinese army and what they have planned. And I saw this guy's appointment and I said, oh, no, no, no. I dropped everything. I dro- wow. I, I know who this guy is. I mean, the, you know, the Kennedy assassination was a, a 30-year fascination hobby for me. And I knew this guy inside and out. And the fact, I mean, let me put it this way. Cyril Weck, who everyone's seen on the Kennedy documentaries, who he was on the board that testified with Baden. They were on the same team together, and they uh-huh. testified before the House Select Committee on Assassinations. They testified before a full member of Congress. Uh, they did media appearances. And Cyril Weck said that his work, meaning Baden, was fraudulent and deceitful on purpose.
1: You know, I'm I'm so glad you bring that up because I was thinking about the Kennedy assassination and Jim Mars, you know, the late Jim Mars, who was a, a friend of mine. And he did a tremendous amount of research. I know you've read a lot of his work. And if you look at the Kennedy assassination, the FBI also covered up the evidence there. The FBI was complicit. And remember how they faked photos. They yes. actually used you know low tech this was before digital photography they they faked photographs to create false evidence they swapped out uh, shell casings they changed the identification of the rifle i mean it, witnesses were intimidated people disappeared uh, records were altered this is deep state from 1963 man this stuff yeah. has been going on longer than we've been alive
0: well get this this same man michael baden oversaw the autopsy of martin luther king
1: unbelievable
0: he is the deep state go-to guy when you need an autopsy (laughs) cover-up and i'll just put one teaser out there boswell and humes were the two doctors under baden's supervision who were conducting the autopsy on kennedy's body neither one of them had ever done an autopsy before so for the most important autopsy in the 20th century he brings in two rookies that could be controlled their notes were burned and a guy named lieutenant william pitzer was in charge of the record keeping and he had bragged to some friends boy he knows all the fraud and he's going to be on the tonight show well he committed suicide he shot himself in the head with his right hand. He was left-handed. His ring fingered was so mangled they had to cut the ring off, and yet they called it a suicide. This all happened under Baden's purview.
1: So are you thinking, I mean, let let me ask you, Dave, are you thinking that Epstein is alive and Baden is brought in to fake the autopsy? Yes. Or that, okay? Yes. yes. Uh,
0: Only because I saw how the Ken Lay situation with Enron went down. And I've but written about if, it. I've, You know, this isn't something I'm just putting out here now, Mike. I have written about this on the commonsenseshow.com
1: uh, within yes. the last year. Well, if Epstein's alive, then who do you think took him? Was it the Clinton deep state or was it the Trump people? Who's got him?
0: I don't know. Yeah. You see, that's a question that needs to be answered. But clearly there was a stand down. Clearly. I mean, first of all, let me tell you this. I know about suicide watch protocols. I've helped set them up. And and I can tell you this, you can't have clothing long enough to hang yourself. That's yeah. the number one rule right there. Number two, you have to check vitals, depending on your facility, every 15 to 30 minutes. And these guys were nowhere to be found. It was a stand down.
1: Sure. And, was, and, yeah. and
0: oh, by the way, let me just share what came across my desk right before we went on air. Scott Bennett, who I'm sure you're aware of, he just sent me an email today and And said the very warden and sorry the name jumps out of my head right now that just got transferred by bar was also Scott Bennett's warden and he got into all his deep state associations and he and I are gonna do an interview on this I mean this whole thing stinks to high heaven and and this information is coming at me faster than I can process it
1: but it all depends on who's got him right so all of this could explain again Trump officials or even military officials under trump's orders uh, uh, grabbing epstein and taking him to a secure location to get all his testimony on video or it could fit with the 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 clinton deep state getting him so they can torture him and find out where he's got all his information stashed
0: he will not know see this is the thing about uh, what we call the dead man switch and the reason i know is when i broke the benghazi story about the coup attempt that was coming with admiral guyette and general ham and involved the rescue of chris stevens and he would have sang like a canary knowing he had been set up and yet that coup was foiled i was given that information by a senior arsoff officer and he set up deep state protocols and he told me enough to know that i can tell you a little bit about him number one you have to have at least three to four degrees of separation from the person with the information. Number two, level one cannot know level three and level two cannot know level four. So there's complete mm-hmm. compartmentalization. And and all it is, it's an automatic trigger switch that you have to follow. And if you set up, you start doing the math on this. I, I ran the one he set up for me. He gave me the numbers. And the odds of it being traced were 65 million to one. Mm-hmm. And and this was just the very one that I had. And, and listen, I had no idea how this stuff worked until he educated me. And so the host, in other words, they can torture Epstein to the cows come home, and he won't know where all this information is. And there are trigger points. And generally speaking, there are time-released trigger points. Next week, this comes out. The following right. week, that comes out. So in other yeah. words, even if you find one source and stop it, it doesn't stop the leaks from there on out.
1: But if they have Epstein they could force him to check in and reset the countdown clocks on That's right. on these switches, and that may be what they're doing. There could be him until it does that.
0: There'll be an inner circle, say, of a half dozen people who will each be in charge of their leg, but they don't even know the protocols themselves. In other words, they know the next level operative and they issue the directive release or do not release. I mean, think about it. You're Epstein, and you're brought in as a blackmailer for the elite, and that's clearly what he was. Yes. So you're working for the CIA. You're probably working for the Mossad. This man would have been a fool not to have these dead man switches all over the planet.
1: Of course. you, You know he's got it stashed everywhere. Otherwise, he would have been killed decades ago i mean you can imagine his message to the globalists is uh, don't kill me because if you do guess what i've got your photos with that you know 14 year old uh stashed in five locations they're going to be released automatically unless i check in every 48 hours mike right. does
0: does does d- the story of the secretary of labor um alex acosta This bothers me, and I wanted to get your reaction to this. It was a little over a year ago I ran a story where I said one of Epstein's prosecutors in his first jail sentencing gave him a country club existence. And then that same man, Acosta, was appointed to Secretary of Labor by Trump. And the man had no credentials for such an appointment. And Uh, I I warned Trump. I didn't accuse him of anything. I warned him. I said, you don't think the Democrats are going to use this come election time? You need to distance yourself from this guy and need to issue a statement. And that hasn't happened. Does that bother you at all?
1: No, I I, I tend to think that Acosta, he's a low-level guy who's been told what to do. Mm -hmm. And he was probably scapegoated on this. Remember, he said that he he got orders from up high to leave Epstein alone because Epstein was intelligence. And so Acosta just said, well, gosh, I'm not going to get involved in somebody that's, quote, intelligence. I'm being told this by, you know, obviously somebody that can intimidate him, Acosta. So he he declined to prosecute, got some sweet deal to be able to to say we got something. And that's it. I, I don't see Acosta as having the personality to be in charge of any of this i think he was told what to do and i think I agree. he followed orders
0: i agree but it bothers me that trump appointed him and you know what it could be a simple matter of trump taking the advice of someone else this guy would be a good yeah. appointment go ahead and rubber stamp it i get that
1: that happens a lot and and trump's been set up that way by a lot of people telling him who to appoint and he's unfortunately, and you've mentioned this before, Trump has brought in a lot of traitors into his administration yes. unwittingly. And those people leaked and those people sabotaged from within. And even now, he's still got some of them, but he's, you know, s- slowly, piece by piece, he's getting these people out of his administration through, you know, a number of means, uh, such as targeting uh, selective leaks to see who who's doing it and things like that. But um, William Barr, again, getting back to the big picture here, here, uh, William Barr is a statist and he's gonna fight to defend what's left of the American fabric of law and justice. And to do that, he's got to expose and take down many of these infiltrators and traitors, who were carrying out acts of sedition against the United States of America. Uh, and by the way, that includes, of course, Barack Obama, you know, Robert Mueller, and many others. But not all of them will be indicted. It's just going to – they're, they're going to have a few that they target like James Comey. Uh, but, but something that I want to put out there and ask you too – I think that once Comey and others get indicted, I think it's likely that that Obama will start looking for exits, and he'll try to get out of the country, and there'll be a few others as well. So I think we could be actually looking at a situation in early 2020, where people like Obama are fleeing the country, and trying to, to, to find a way to discredit the United States from overseas, probably through the United Nations. And of course Obama ultimately wants to destroy the United States that's been his goal from day one he you know he's a he's a sleeper cell a radical Muslim sleeper cell and uh, he may yet get the chance to activate his little terror cell
0: I could agree with you more and if we go deep enough We'll find that uh, what I found before, Ann Dunham, his mother, was uh, working for Tim Geithner's father at the Ford Foundation, which is a major PSYOP, and I've long maintained that Obama is a Manchurian candidate. I mean, who the hell is he? Who was his basketball coach in high school? Who'd he go to the prom with? Why don't we know any of this stuff?
1: Right, right. Why why is there nobody who can remember him in college, you know? (laughs) All these other things. Why was his birth certificate a multi-layered Photoshop document that they forgot to collapse into a single layer? Right, so many questions.
0: No, I, I agree. So I, I totally agree with you about Obama possibly going on the run. But I'm wondering about Barr's limitations. How far is he going to be allowed to go? Because, see, on one hand, the globalists do want to collapse the United States. You need to to have a new world order. You can't have this liberty and 300 million handguns. But on the other hand, uh, Barr, as you said, as a statist. I mean, there seems to be a collision course coming from what Barr wants to do for the government and his duties and roles as a globalist.
1: Yeah, well, for sure. But remember, there are factions inside the intelligence community as well. So I think the so-called white hat people in the intelligence community realize that if America is destroyed, they lose their power. So on on one hand, they want to keep America alive and breathing because otherwise they can't run the CIA that's funded by the secret budgets of the United States government. On the other hand, elements of the deep state or intelligence community have been infiltrated by the communists, both Russian communists and Chinese communists. And that's been going on since the 1950s. And those elements do want to see America completely gutted and destroyed. And by the way, John Brennan's working for that element. And I believe there's a lot of evidence that James Comey has been infiltrated by communist uh, uh, influences as well. And of course, you know very well, governor of California is a full-blown communist and many members of Congress are as well. So I think that's, those are the factions that are fighting right now. The, 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 the keep America alive deep state versus the destroy everything deep state. But they're all deep state. <laughs> you know, they're, they're all a threat to liberty that's what's happening so
0: if Barr is successful and america's preserved at least in the short term uh we move towards dictatorship if the other side wins we move towards bloodbath A- am i getting that pretty and,
1: well yeah yeah actually there's no scenario here where government gets smaller there's no scenario where individual liberty expands and this is the problem you know ultimately the big the big picture here you got to get back to ron paul and rand paul the 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 size the sheer size and power of government is the danger but right now we need Trump's government to use the power of government to defeat those communists who are trying to destroy America completely so it's a we are in a desperate situation where we need temporarily this power of big government to defend America which is what William Barr the statist, is trying to do but long term we're all screwed because it's going to be a, a dictatorial police state. Our Second Amendment rights will be destroyed. Our First Amendment rights are already largely gone. And there, there is no solution to this other than truly a reboot of the system, which will eventually happen due to economics, but maybe many years away.
0: Well, I don't think economics is the only thing. My fear, and I'm not advocating for this, but my fear is this. In fact, I was having an exchange today with a a DHS agent, and we're both in agreement uh, with the red flag laws, with the handling of Epstein showing the true lawlessness of our country. The feeling is the song from the Who that says, "They'll be fighting in the streets with our children at our feet," is the way and the only way that America can take back this country. I want to be wrong, Mike, 100% wrong, and I'm not going to necessarily be a participant in this. I'm getting too old. But the bottom yeah. line, the bottom line is in all this, I don't see a peaceful solution.
1: But the thing is, you you know this very well, too. The minute there's civil war in America, then the enemies of America invade. Mm-hmm. Because the perceived weakness of the United States will be almost an irresistible siren song to the enemies of America. Uh, you would see the Chinese landing troops in California with the approval of Governor Newsom. You would see the UN rushing troops into Texas through the southern border. Uh, because America would be too preoccupied dealing with its own internal strife to effectively defend its borders. But, you know, hey, the same thing can happen to China. China's economy is on the verge of imploding. Depending on what happens in Hong Kong, the regional areas of Chinese may rise up into an attempted overthrow of that communist regime. China could be dealing with so much internal strife that China could become vulnerable. Uh, to uh, Russia or you know western countries as well so frankly there's so much vulnerability and so much risk now ingrained in the systems all around the world financial risk cultural risk security risk all these things that every country is on the verge of a destabilization uh apocalypse it's just a question of who who goes down first
0: bring up an interesting point with china uh i had a conversation with a gentleman just today and we were talking about the chinese situation and i said you've seen the troops you've seen the videos of the trucks rolling in with ostensibly the chinese troops in them and he said and i agree with this he doesn't think that rolling the troops in is their first option. This is an intimidation move and a support for Carrie Lam, the leader. He went on to say the way he thinks they'll do it is they'll have soldiers go in disguised as Hong Kong police, and they'll carry out the brutality, and China gets to sit back and reap the benefits without getting any of the blame.
1: Yes, I did see your piece on that, and I think that's very insightful and also very accurate. Um, at as well, what they will do is have have Chinese military dressed as protesters to instigate violence against the police point. so that they can escalate yeah. the response.
0: Typical Antifa strategy there.
1: Yeah, you know, this is classic infiltration and internal sabotage. But, but my bigger point, though, is that we're living in a time of, of such incredible destabilization and systemic risk in systems risk that will be uh, a pandemic a domino effect of risk not only in the financial markets but also in you know national security and who who's going to end up at the top of all this everybody's going to suffer some kind of collapse because the, the world is living in a delusional bubble everything is going to have a day of reckoning the question is who who is still alive or which nation is still alive at the end of this and do we have any freedoms left at all and that's that's going to be the difficult part <laughs> that's that's where i'm really really concerned long term i don't see i don't see anything happening where we all emerge with our first and second amendment intact it's going to be threatened
0: I would argue right now the First Amendment is on life support and they're already working on the Second Amendment.
1: You bet they are, yeah. They, they have to take away the First and Second Amendment in order to conquer this country or destroy it from within. And part of what Antifa and the left wants is fighting in the streets. Uh, and by the way, I, th- I think we're looking at a very high possibility of a false flag attack on Google or Facebook at this point. Because there's been so much coverage of the the, the the treason and the fraud of these tech giants that it's almost the perfect narrative setup for the deep state to stage a bombing, let's say, of one of those uh, buildings. And then who do they blame? Well, of course, us for daring to speak out against the tech giants. We created it. You know, that's what they're going to say.
0: Yeah, I, I have a little moniker statement uh, below our... Um our intro on my website, and it says uh, the Common Sense Show is dedicated to peaceful, nonviolent social and political change. So keep that in mind as I say this, audience. I agree with Mike. The next nine eleven is going to be a false flag against big tech. I, I Mike, yep. y- y- you That's are right. the first to say this in an interview, but privately, I've had this discussion with many people. There is a commonly held belief this is coming.
1: Yes. And I've actually given considerable thought to how how they might try to pull this off. But I, I agree with you. We call for peace. We call for nonviolent solutions. So I'm not I don't advocate, of course, any kind of attack on on big tech, uh, except maybe a regulatory attack. You know what I mean? There you go. But, and
0: send a few to jail that deserve it. I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. Criminal indictments. But y- you. So, OK, look at history. What do 9-11 and Oklahoma City have in common? Uh, Bringing down buildings with carefully placed demolition charges set by the deep state. They are very good at bringing down buildings. And what would that cause? Well, the deaths of maybe tens, maybe not tens of thousands, but, but thousands of employees in a sufficiently large, you know, tech giant area. So I think that... The plan could be to attack a building that they would want to blame that, you know, on 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 conservatives. So I I don't want to say more. I don't want to no. I hear you. anybody ideas, but I think we're talking about building scale attacks.
0: Yeah, and we'll have a piece of evidence left behind, like Mohammed Atta's passport at the 9 11 scene that implicated uh, yeah. him uh right. yeah we'll have that kind of smoking gun i mean it's just like the ridiculous manifesto of this 21 year old uh, el paso supposed shooter uh and write this manifesto uh the manifesto excuse me that's on a phd level for 21 year old special ed <laughs> student i don't think so
1: exactly exactly when i read that manifesto i immediately said that there's no way this is written by a twenty one year old. This is, uh this is a, a more more advanced writing uh by the way as we're doing this interview there's uh there's some lightning and storming coming so we might possibly get temporarily cut off because of that but we can just reconnect
0: i understand and and that's uh ditto here too it's monsoon season but there are other reasons why we get cut off too i mean i i was i was going to be the first guy to interview a high profile person and our whole network went down and we have East Coast, West Coast satellites uh, listened by live stream, and uh, it unbelievable. I, 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 just, I throw yeah. my hands up at the interference. Steve Quayle has told me that, oh, it's going back about two weeks now, three articles in one week that I submitted to him that he posts, were, were taken off his website.
1: Yeah, well, you know the, the the powers that be are astonished that we are still on the air at all. I, I think that they believe that once they censored us and blacklisted us from all the tech giants that we would disappear because we wouldn't have any revenue at all and they don't realize that we're not doing this for money we're doing this because of our passion for liberty our belief in individual liberty you know our belief in what you know truth and justice here we we want the truth to come out about everything and we would do this for no money in fact in many cases we do
0: i did for six years
1: there you go. <laughs> exactly. Called,
0: yeah, it was uh, it was called Republic Broadcasting, and I was uh, their their number one most listened to host, and they wouldn't even give me an ad to run.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, and, and I have to tell you, Mike, your comment to me once. You and I had a conversation with a third party, and I had mentioned to you uh, that uh, I hadn't made any money, and you said. That's ridiculous. And so this is before censorship. And uh, yeah, I remember your your comment to me really was the emphasis impetus to, for me to go on YouTube and, and to try to monetize what I'm doing and expand my operation and reach, which we have done. Uh, but now they are trying to crush us. It, it's incredible. Yeah. I, I ran a YouTube piece where I said i'm a former therapist i know suicide watch protocols and i went through and i wasn't terribly political i just went through and i said this 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 they're required i've been on teams that have set these up i've been on teams that have interviewed the people who are in them and they demonetized it before it even published Uh uh-huh uh, in other words, uh-huh. I'm not even allowed to tell that the crap that went on with Epstein is both illegal and no insurance company that would underwrite such a facility would ever give its tacit approval for this.
1: No, it's incredible. The, the censorship is so selective that it, it, if you had a video, this happened to Senator McConnell, if you had a video of Antifa terrorists attacking you and you posted that video, the video would be banned for containing hate speech. Hate speech by the attackers. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but yeah. if, if a bunch of conservatives attacked, I don't know, Nancy Pelosi or something, then that video would be allowed everywhere because it shows the hate speech. You know what I mean? So there, there's no, there, there are no ethics. There are no morals. There are no rules on the left. They make it up as they go along, and that's how they want to run the country. And that's what, to get back to William Barr, that's what the state is trying to fight for now is to reestablish some anchor of a rule of law because without a rule of law, which as you know, is a mental construct. It's something that the people agree to adhere to mentally. Without that, the entire fabric of society falls apart and you have nothing but anarchy
0: do you know what happens if Barr is not able to establish what you're saying there's going to be conflict in this country and we can talk about chinese coming in the u.n coming in under the kigali principles whatever it would be but you're going to basically have dissidents perceived dissidents extracted from their homes at 3 a.m and taken to camps that's where this will end up
1: that's right yep and then you're gonna you're gonna have I mean even right now the, the the masses of America are watching very closely this Jeffrey Epstein situation and 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 asking themselves you know my God are, are we already a banana republic are we already have we collapsed into a, a third world you know corrupt uh, Somalia <laughs> you know yeah. Has, are we already that or do we have some system of justice that we can have faith in because. You get hauled before a a federal judge in a federal court over something. That judge's power stems entirely from the fact that everybody who participates in that court system volunteers to participate. And if everybody says, we no longer recognize this court, we no longer recognize the authority of the government because it's so corrupt, then guess what? the the statists lose they lose everything so they have to keep up the illusion that there is a system of justice even when we all know it's of course rigged but you know if hillary clinton doesn't go to jail at some point the conclusion is it's already lawless
0: it is already lawless i'm sorry to say this i think bar is only gonna be allowed to go so far and i think hillary is an untouchable I think Trump learned that very quickly. It was either Obama or, I suspect, Kissinger who gave Trump the word hands off Hillary or else.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, hey, maybe Jeffrey Epstein's got files on Hillary that will come out when the dead man switch gets activated and and we'll all be winners
0: well one things i I do know well you're really right on the money with this i i know that was kind of a flippant comment but there's a lot of truth in what you just said i know for a fact that in the clinton uh foundation they have an assassinations bureau my term not theirs i know it exists i've been told this by too many people in the know the other thing i know too is out of that organization there could have been an extraction team of highly trained professionals who took epstein out of that cell sure and this is why you got to bring in a a phony guy uh to, to do the autopsy like we were talking about earlier.
1: Exactly. And and extracting him from that facility would be a no-brainer for, I mean, again, the guards are asleep, you know, and and the extraction team probably has all the passwords and keys and everything they need. They don't even have to attack anybody to do it.
0: I don't think the guards were asleep. I think anyone in the country that believes this nonsense, they're asleep. And But you know what's happening? This is interesting. I got an email today from a psychologist that I went to grad school with. And he says, Dave, if I didn't know you personally, I would think you're a raving lunatic by some of the things you write. Until And then here's what he said. He had a caveat. He said, until this Epstein thing came up.
1: Uh Uh-huh, exactly.
0: And he said, you nailed it when you talked about Suicide Watch, what was missing, what should have been done. And he said, all of a sudden now, I've got to look at what you write in a different light. And I want to extrapolate that to the general population. I think this case is backfiring on them because it's serving to wake up a sleeping mass of people.
1: Oh, in a huge way. Think about it. If five years ago, if you and I were talking about a secret island where little children are raped in satanic ritualistic orgies attended by globalists, right? That would have been considered total nut job, conspiracy, whatever. Total fringe. Today, that's headline news. (laughs) That is actually the news that is widely discussed that everybody knows now you know it's th- this is the Jeffrey Epstein story and it, it's the people are able to accept that there is this level of evil now among the globalists so 5 years ago The average person in America could not have even imagined a globalist being that evil. Today, they accept that that evil is real. That's a huge shift. And that shift has only been possible because of the independent media. it also means the mainstream media has absolutely lost control over the narrative. Even with the censorship, they can no longer set the narrative. Every time CNN goes on and starts screaming racist, racist, or white supremacist, white supremacist, Any intelligent person is now just laughing at them, like with uh, Fredo Cuomo, you know, uh, screaming at people, I'm going to break your crap and throw you down the stairs. It's just pure comedy. No one takes CNN seriously anymore. They've lost the information war. They've lost it. Oh,
0: you're right. Their ratings are sinking faster than a submarine with screen doors. I mean, both of us outdraw CNN in, in many comparisons. Uh, it's incredible Uh, Mike before we move towards talking about this important conference that we're going to be at um, is is there anything that I haven't asked you that I probably should have and you want to tell about tell the audience about
1: yes well so there's some interesting news that just came out today that I want to bring your attention to and this involves Bill Gates and Harvard scientists And this was covered on BigLeaguePolitics.com. It's an article that begins, Mad Science, Bill Gates wants the skies sprayed with ash to block the sun and stop global warming. And this describes a new program called Scopex, which is Stratospheric Controlled Perturbation Experiment, where they're going to release calcium carbonate into the atmosphere to block the sun. So calcium carbonate, I've tested dozens of samples of calcium carbonate in my laboratory for heavy metals. It's all contaminated with lead. So what Bill Gates is actually trying to do with Harvard scientists is to coat all croplands around the world with lead while dimming the sun and mass poisoning all soils with calcium carbonate, which is an alkaline mineral that would change the pH of the soils. Reduce the plant's ability to absorb nutrients. Uh, so w- this is the this is the death um, I don't know the genocide for planet Earth that Bill Gates is trying to pull off, and with with uh, Harvard scientists you know uh, wanting to do it too, and it's all being done in the name of climate change. And uh, if he succeeds, Bill Gates will kill a thousand times more people than Adolf Hitler. I'm, we're talking about six billion people. Slaughtered across this planet thanks to Bill Gates. So you, you might say he would go down in history as the worst genocidal maniac, except there wouldn't be much history left to write since most of the population would be dead at that point. This is what these people are up to, Dave, and this is why I'm going to that conference to speak about this, because we're talking about a mass genocidal plan to kill off most of the human population.
0: Scary stuff, that conference you just mentioned. Is the Gen 6 conference uh, put together by Steve Coyle and Associates to be held in Branson, September 13th through the 15th. Uh, I don't think it's sold out yet. I think they're close. Mike, do you, do you know the final tally on that?
1: It's over 90% sold out. That's what I was told.
0: Yeah. Steve had mentioned that to me about a week ago, and I've been kind of on the run the last week going from here and there, and I haven't kept up with it. But, yeah, I know it's close. I'm going to be there covering it as a member of the media at Steve's request. Uh, I'm honored to be there. And, Mike, I'm looking forward to seeing you there as well as the other great participants. It's going to be a fantastic conference. Um, But before we go, I just got one closing question here regarding the item that you brought up with regard to Bill Gates. How do how do people like Bill Gates and the other globalists escape the poop they're putting in everyone else's nest?
1: You mean when 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 they pollute the skies and 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 kill off all this life, how are they going to survive?
0: Mhm. Yes
1: uh underground cities man i mean they've they've already got it worked out they've got underground structures they can survive for 10 years food and water and everything and remember it only takes about 90 days for them to kill off most of the world's population you know 90 days without a power grid or you could say two years without a food crop and most of the world is dead and all so all they have to do these globalists they just have to live in their little underground arcs for two or three years And then they emerge, and guess what? Oh, the planet is all theirs, they think. (laughs) Little do they know, there's actually another plan that I'll talk about at the conference. But uh, they think they're going to emerge to a pristine world free from all the, uh, what they call, useless eaters. They want to eliminate people so they can save the planet for themselves. But what they don't know is that There's a plan that does not involve humans for the the future of this planet.
0: (laughs) And Mike, I'm not going to get into that either, but I believe I know what you're talking about. Chris Kitzy and I had this discussion some time back. Mike, we're out of time. I want to thank you for joining us, and I want to invite everyone to join us at Branson. Mike's website's natural news and news target, highly censored, which means he's over the target. That's why he's taking flack. Mike, thanks for joining us.
1: Thank you, Dave. Great to join you. Thanks.